Happy Halloween day after. Halloween hangover. Nothing like Halloween on a Sunday so that the next day can be Monday, the start of a whole full new work week. Yeah, well, is it, what's the worst day to have Halloween? And Sundays sucks because the next day is Monday. It's, it's Halloween and then an entire full week ahead. I know people are like, oh man, when Halloween's on a Monday, that sucks. Eh, it does. I won't, I won't argue with that. But you also have four days instead of five days of the week ahead of you. Not that it really helps, but it's Halloween on a Monday and a Tuesday sucks. Wednesday's like, yeah, Wednesday kind of is weird too. So, but you only have two days left until the weekend. So Wednesday you can kind of, I like, I actually like Halloween on a Thursday. That's probably my favorite day to have Halloween because I actually, you know, people people like to have it on a on a Friday or a Saturday. That's probably most people would say Friday or Saturday is the favorite day to have Halloween. And I, I completely understand that because for most of us, if you have Halloween on a Friday or Saturday, there's certainly no school the next day in all likelihood. And for most of us, there's no work the next day. So Friday and Saturday, that's an ideal day to have Halloween. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're probably going to have work, school, something going on the next day. The reason I like Halloween on a Thursday is because it's towards the end of the week. It's the it's the pre-kend. <laughs> and yeah, you have school and work the next day, but the next day is Friday. So like who cares? You can go out, you know, Thursday's basically Thursday's pretty much been the weekend since what, college for most people. You finish up high school and you're so used to doing things five days a week, class every day, all day, Monday through Friday, and you get to college, maybe, maybe freshman semester, first semester or two, maybe you have a class or something on a Friday, but man, I, you know, I don't think so. I think I had one semester at the beginning where I had something on, there was a Friday class, the very first semester. Yeah, we're pretty much, since college, you're used to just, college gets you in that mood of like, hey, weekend starts on Thursday. Friday is no, there's no class on Friday. So, and I, and I, I have no class. As you know, there were, there were many years where I had no class on, on most days of the week. Currently, I have no class on pretty much every day of the week. Currently, I literally, I do have no, I have no class uh, at all. I have no class. But anyways, we're used to having the, the weekend kind of start in college. The weekend starts Thursday afternoon sometime, Thursday evening, Thursday night. So I like Halloween to be on Thursday because then you can go out, trick or treat. And it's like you come home like, uh, school's the next day, work's the next day. But eh, it's not so bad because it's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. Uh, the thing I don't like about having it on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday is it's the weekend and as a parent I don't want to like get up and get dressed and get ready and like you know yesterday it was just such a weird on a Sunday afternoon at four o'clock or five o'clock or whatever time it was hopping into the shower and uh getting ready to get dressed and go somewhere on a on a Sunday evening when it's usually that's you know that's wind down time everything's 
Maybe a, maybe that's the time. Usually five or five or six o'clock on a Sunday. The most action that's happening for for me is uh, is uh, maybe I'm looking at Grubhub. Maybe I'm looking at the pizza place to see what we can order because everybody's too tired and we don't want to. We've you know we've we've done enough all weekend and all week and we're just gonna have a Sunday relaxing, uh, order some food or something. Uh, that's that's what I envision Sunday. The most activity on a Sunday. We don't live near anybody. We have no friends or family nearby. Uh, well, we have some friends in the in the area, of course, but uh, f- closest family is an hour away. So Sunday night, when you know, used to be used to be Sunday night was uh, hey, let's go and in the afternoon or the evening, five six o'clock, we're gonna go get together with the family, go to grandmama's house for dinner, go to somebody's house for dinner, have people over for dinner, whatever. We don't. Uh, it's been six years since we've done that on a regular basis. So yeah, Sundays are really just, that's just like, okay, I'm going to get up and maybe do some stuff early in the day, do some whatever, some chores, this and that, and uh, maybe some cleaning or whatnot, go out, run some errands, get some groceries before, uh, before the weekend ends. And and then the rest of the day, it's like, well, let's watch a movie. Let's just hang out, especially in the colder weather. Let's, you know, take a nap. I did all those things. I did. T- we did hang out and we did watch some movies, and I did take a nap, a very short nap though, because I had to set the alarm and uh, make sure that I was up and showered and ready to go. So I, I don't love it because then it's like, oh man, the, the, the part of the weekend that I really try to cherish the most that late in the day, watching the end of the late football games, just relaxing, trying to veg out, trying to not get too stressed or worked up for the work week, and now it's like, oh man, we're gonna. We're gonna cut that part out, and we're gonna just go walk. We're just gonna go walk for two hours. This is the parents' point of view. We're gonna walk. Kids are gonna get candy, and then when it's all done, it's uh, we're home, and it's like eight thirty, close to nine o'clock. And then it's like, oh man, it's Sunday. It really is the weekend now. And my buddy Alex, who we were trip, trick or treating with uh, the kids last night, when we left, said good night. He said, "Okay, see you in the drop off lane tomorrow." And I stopped for a second. Like, what? Oh, fuck. It's Sunday. Fuck. I will see you in the drop-off lane tomorrow. God damn it. So I don't love Sunday Halloween. The good thing about it, though, is for the kids, you know, one of the things is when when it's on a weekday, and in previous years, I was commuting. So though all those years, 2016, 17, 18, 19, whatever, uh, yeah, 16, yeah, 2016, 17, 18, and 19, Halloween was on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, so that was fun, all of those years I got to, uh, in, and, and then before that too, 2013, 2014, I don't know, uh, <laughs> I got to enjoy, uh, you know, trying to leave work early, and in other places that I've lived, Charlotte and other places, not so bad, not, not a really hellacious commute, Boston, uh, you don't know when you're going to – I could leave at 3 o'clock and not be guaranteed to get home in time to get ready for tricks or treats. So I do appreciate the weekend. I appreciate the Saturday, Sunday Halloween for that reason. I don't like Saturday Halloween because guess what? When Halloween's on a Saturday, that's the night that they have the daylight savings flip your clocks back an hour. And it's at least now we have a whole week to get prepared for complete and total darkness at 3.15 in the afternoon. 
Uh, so anyway, <sighs> yeah, so I, I think Thursday is my favorite. I, I like Thursday, even though, yeah, I might have to come home from work, but that's really hasn't been the case in, in several years. I'm already home for work from work, so no big deal. Uh, but I like, I like Thursday. You go out, you have trick or treating Thursday's already a fun night. People go out on Thursday's a social night because people are ready for the weekend. They just have to get one more day. You just have to get the one more day, and then it's for the weekend. So Thursday is my favorite day to have Halloween. Um, but I don't think that's – well, let's see. It's probably not going to – when's the next leap year? 2024? Next year, Halloween's on a Monday. Yay. That's fun. Uh, then it's on a Tuesday, 2023. Uh, then then it'll be – 2024, I think, should be on a, on a Thursday then which I don't know that that really matters all that much. By that time, we might not have to worry about trick-or-treating at all. It might be, uh, it might be over. Uh, is that right? Thursday, yeah, 2024. Halloween will be on a Thursday. And then motherfucking leap year. Oh, wait, 2020, yeah, it'll be on a Friday. Oh, yeah, right, leap year. So that's good. Leap year will skip over one of the weekdays. The last leap year, we skipped... Uh, yeah, because Halloween was, uh, I don't even, yeah, Halloween was on a Friday last year, so we skipped, Leap Year skipped Saturday Halloween, so we got, we, we keep skipping these weekend Halloweens, but this time we'll skip Halloween on a Wednesday, so I guess that's good. I think we'll have, def- I think we'll have one more year of Halloween at least, trick-or-treating. My oldest was disappointed. I asked pretty much on the first day of school or the first week when we were driving to school early September. Hey, have you given any thought to your Halloween costume for this year? Oh, I don't know. Not sure. I might just uh, do the same thing as last year. I'm like, okay. And then I would ask, hey, any any updates on plans for Halloween? Got any, any thoughts on what your costume is going to be for this year? No, not really. Okay. And then early October, hey, what's... uh. We got to get thinking about Halloween costumes. What do you, what are you thinking? I, I'm going to just be the same thing as last year. Okay, well that's easy. And so yesterday I went and got the costume out of the storage unit, and uh, and and they went as the, uh, it's a combination of Shrek and the Mandalorian, the Shrek DeLorean, which is was the costume in 2020, and then the poor kid, we got there ready to trick or treat and. Uh, the poor child forgot there's a cape that comes with the costume. Last year it was a you know it was a new costume. It was the Mandalorian costume. Both kids have Mandalorian costumes. And uh and and the oldest had the Shrek mask and the cape and had a had a cigar for some reason and a Tommy gun. So it was just all over the place, but it was good fun. And um and and this year we we we're heading out to get our tricks and treats. And, uh, yeah, and the oldest said, yeah, man, I'm really pissed. I'm really pissed at myself that I didn't really think of a costume, which actually made me happy because I'm thinking like, yeah, they always, there's always something different. You know, it was like one, one year is a, is Batman, uh, one year it's Slenderman, one year it's a Grim Reaper skeleton kind of thing, uh, a murderer with blood and a bloody knife one year. Uh, the, the Shrek DeLorean last year. It's always like a lot of thought is putting to put into these costumes, 
And this year was like, eh, we're in middle school now. It's sixth grade. That's, I think fifth grade was when I stopped. Fifth grade was my last trick-or-treating event, I do believe. I think in sixth grade I got up, I was... I was handing out candy. I don't. My parents, I think, were out with my sister trick or treating, and I stayed home to hand out candy. I was doing homework, and uh, just in a quiet, dark house, I was just sitting there doing homework. How sad! And I think I got up and I got up and ran next door to the Finley's house, and he answered the door, and he was, and I just, I didn't really say anything. I was just standing there in a flannel, and he's like, "What is this trick or treat?" I'm like, "Yeah, trick or treat." He's like, eh, "Okay." He was a super nice guy. He gave me candy. <laughs> and that was it. That was my one my one final trick or treat in sixth grade as I ran to the house next door because I was hungry and I got some candy. <laughs> and that was the end of that. So I thought, okay, well, the oldest kid, not really putting a lot of thought into the costume this year, just going to use the same one from last year. Okay, that's a pretty good sign that maybe we're, we're you know, getting towards the finish line here with the, with the 12-year-old. So it did make me feel good. It warmed my heart when we got there and they said, I'm really pissed. I really wish I had given some more thought to this costume. I wish I didn't do the same costume that I did last year. I wish I had another costume. And I said, well, as you know, it's too late to change anything about that. But you know what? Let's give some thought to next year's costume. And they said, yeah, that's a good idea. So I really, fingers crossed, there'll be 13 when it's time to go trick-or-treating next year. But even though my 12-year-old is an old soul, so to speak, has always been unfairly uh, had unf- unfairly had expectations, higher expectations put on them because I've this kid has seemed like a grown-up to me since they were a baby, quite frankly, since literally day one when, uh, you know, when the kid put their, wrapped their hand around my little pinky finger a few minutes after being born into the world and you know we're we're looking into each other's souls i'm like look at this kid this is this is my this is a human this is my child this is crazy and i'm like wow this this baby is deep in thought really pondering the universe i can tell i can just tell um the younger one was not the same came out and they uh wouldn't open was was just screaming bloody murder and we joke about it cuz i tried to do the same thing with my little pinky finger and uh, and my youngest, my da- my daughter, they had to put some goop in her eyes to try and get the eyes to open. So she was, and that made her scream even more. So she's got this like Vaseline looking shit all over her eyes, and she's trying to open her eyes, but she can't. And she's just screaming bloody murder. And I go to put my finger, and like, hell, don't you want to grab daddy's finger? She slapped it out of the way, which is, I mean, that's exactly that's that's on brand. For the for the uh, for the ten year old, but the oldest has always been, you know, un, unfairly uh, given more pressure than they deserve. Or not, I wouldn't say pressure, but higher expectations because they've always just been so mature for their age, no matter what age they were. So they're like two having a meltdown in a Walmart because we can't ride the little coin op rides, and I'm like, my God, act your age, how? Why are you acting? You're acting like a child. You're acting like a two-year-old. You're in a few months. You're going to be three. This is ridiculous behavior. You're being an adult. You're an adult. You know that, that kind of. That's not literally how it went down, but things like that where we're like, "Boy, you should really be acting." Uh, and 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 I feel bad putting that that pressure on this poor kid. Um, and I can relate to some degree as well. 
But uh, despite being very mature, uh, just a cool customer and, and, and yeah, an, an old soul, I guess, is the best way to put it. I don't still don't really know what that means. I mean, I know what people think it means and try to make it means, but it's just like a weird saying, an old soul. And I get it. It's it's just a way of saying, uh, yeah, saying those things. You're, you're older than your age would imply. You have this sort of uh, inherent sort of wisdom and maturity that just you know is, can't be can't be learned and can't be taught. And you're you're an old soul. You're just a uh, you know whatever. Um, but they're still still young at heart, even though they were not you know. They, they don't play with toys and stuff as much as, as, as any kid would when they get older, but they still, you know, when, when the Nerf guns come out every once in a while, it, it gets crazy and, you know, I'll come in and the, the kids are both playing with Beanie Boos and having a little, like, Beanie Boo party and doing these, doing kids stuff. And it makes me happy because that, uh, that will come to an end. I remember when I stopped playing with wrestling figures. I was, like, a freshman in college and I just said, oh, I got to stop doing this. <laughs> I used to have, and then I just had toys po- uh, posed in a wrestling ring and stuff like that. My t- Christmas of like when I was twenty, and Kimmy got me a uh, wrestling ring and wrestling figures, and I was so happy. She got me all these toys that I wanted. It was m- magical. Uh, but anyways, I so I have hope that we can get at least one more year out of both kids. Uh, the youngest, I think, we still have a couple more. So hopefully. Yeah, so we'll go. I'm 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 sure in, in some way, shape, or form, we've definitely got one more trick or treating ahead of us next year. Hopefully, with everybody, the year after that, you know, and that's the thing. They might still go trick or treating, but there's going to come a time where they want us nowhere near that. I think that time has sort of <laughs> already come, but uh, you know, we're not we're not going to do that quite yet, but. So I guess we'll have trick-or-treating on a Monday next year and then a Tuesday the year after that and then a Thursday. So in three years, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll have a 15. <laughs> in three years, I'll have a 15 and a 13-year-old. So we, I, don't, I don't think we're going to make it to that Thursday trick-or-treating. I think, unfortunately, I think we've had our last trick-or-treating on a Thursday. But, but maybe not. We definitely, we definitely have at least one more and probably probably on a Monday and Tuesday. And maybe we'll make it to a Thursday. It would be nice. We'll see. Uh, anyway, trick-or-treating was great. It was in the 60s all day. It was warm. The clouds moved out. Uh, it was just – it was ideal. We, we're used to trick-or-treating. Trick-or-treating in the warm weather has either been Florida – or North Carolina, or the one year that we went to Boston because they postponed trick or treating in our city, and uh, and by the time they had to, so that was a Thursday. Halloween was on a Thursday two years ago. We went to Boston, had a great night. It was warm, it was breezy, it was perfect, just incredible for trick or treating. Then by the time Saturday got here, it was like in the high thirties. It was absolutely frigid. And I think we went down one street and up the other. And last year was the same thing. We had snow on the ground. It was freezing cold. We went down down one street, back up the other. Most people weren't doing the Halloween thing because it was COVID and all that stuff. Not a lot of people were out. But a good crowd. And, and this year was like, man, it's so nice. We could just keep going. 
and we we covered more ground in the neighborhood this year than we ever have because it was just so goddamn warm. Which I then realized, yeah, I'm, I keep rooting for these warm temperatures on Halloween. No, I went cold. Then we go down one street, up the other, and then the kids are too cold and tired, and we get in the car and we head home. That's perfect. Get a little trick-or-treating in, and then you go home, and you're done by 7. Uh, the kids got an incredible I, – I, the amount of candy is like, oh, my God. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like we're getting that many houses. And then when you add it all up and you get home and you see this huge bag of candy, if you can hear that, it's hard to – But that's that's just one bag of candy. That's one child's bag of candy. Um. So we had, you know, we had friends and we got to trick or treat. We saw a bunch of friends out and about during the night. My youngest, who really wants to go trick or treating with her best friend, we met up. We found them out and about trick or treating. And so we got to, they got to get a couple of houses together. They were both dressed as Dalmatians. It was adorable. Uh, Yeah. So my oldest was the Shrek DeLorean for the second year. Youngest was a Dalmatian. Their stuffed animal, Jimmy, was a bumblebee. Uh, yeah, my oldest best friend was the Grim Yeeter instead of the Grim Reaper. Had yeet written on his scythe. Um, I still don't fully know what yeet is because I'm old. It's like a good thing. Like yeah, you say it, like the kids, like in 2018, I think all the kids, 2018, 2019, that was... You know, it went from that, uh, what was that, the dab, the thing that Cam Newton used to do. You put your your arm, you put your one hand up in the air and you put your arm into your shoulder. Is that called, is that called the dab? I don't know. Yeah, dabbing, Uh, which was what, 2015, 16, 17, that was the thing that people did. And then, and then the kids uh, were really into saying yeet for a little while. 2018, 19, maybe I don't remember. 2020, and uh, and so he was the grim yeeter. And I kept, I was like, hey, when you go up to, when you go up to houses, are you saying trick or yeet? He said, no. I'm like, well, you should be. You better start saying it, trick or yeet. And uh, and I said, are you uh, when you go home, are you going to yeet all your candy? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's fun. Nothing like having a couple of dads out on the town making dad jokes on the old trick-or-treat. I put on the Garfield, uh, this is the night, this is the night. Put on that on the on YouTube while we were water walking down one of the streets. Kids love that. They always love uh, blasting loud music for things they don't want to hear. So that was good. Uh Everybody, half of the houses had a TV out in the garage or the driveway because the Patriots game was on. It's the first time in 12 years that Halloween's been on a Sunday. So football, Sunday football has not been uh, touched by Halloween, has not been spoiled by Halloween in 12 years. Uh, and this was the first time since 2010 that Halloween was on a Sunday. So people had the, had the game on. I had it on my phone watching a little bit from time to time and, uh, Good win for the Pats. That was nice, and I and I had that one too. We'll talk about that tomorrow after the uh, after the Monday night game. Um, yeah, kids got a great haul, great weather, great friends, a lot of fun. Uh, if it end, if this ends up being the last one, it was a good one to go out on. It was like just a classic. 
tons of kids and the full size bars. Everybody's like, oh, you got to go to the rich neighborhoods. No, you don't. People are just generous. This isn't this. This ain't a rich, a quote unquote, rich neighborhood. It's not a poor neighborhood. It's like it's kind of everything. It's really a it's really an interesting neighborhood in that regard. It's a pretty pretty big neighborhood, and you know all the houses look different. It's just one of those old school neighborhoods where no house really looks like any other. I mean, there are some that are similar, you know, similar styles, you know, ranch, cape, whatever. Um, but there's you know there's big two story houses. There's small uh, you know one story ranch type things, and just different shapes and sizes. And uh, and yeah, people of all kinds of different uh, different backgrounds and things like that. It's a it's a neat neighborhood, and it's a you know it's a fun neighborhood. It's a you know they have a lot of Halloween spirit and a lot of a lot of great uh, decorations and things. One house had had Mickey Mouse. They they had announced on Facebook, hey, come by such and such uh, address. Uh, we're gonna have candy, sorted uh, nuts and chocolate with no nuts, so people with allergies can take the candy that they like. And we're gonna have dog treats if you have your pets with you and bring you dog treat. And they had a guy dressed up as Mickey Mouse. He had a David S. Pumpkins jacket. He had a Mickey Mouse head on, and they had a big inflatable uh, orange Mickey Mouse. And so the kids, we got got to take. Uh, Got to take pictures with Mickey. I mean, just you know, stuff that really, really goes out of their way. It's really nice, and you don't, you know, going to the going to the like the old Beacon Hill with all the millionaires is really cool. And you do get lots of candy and lots of full, full size candy bars. But you can come right to the the neighborhood right over here and get really the same, really the same haul. It's it's uh, it's pretty awesome. And then we did our traditional Halloween thing of going to McDonald's. The McRib is back, ladies and gentlemen. I was very happy to end my Sunday night, Halloween night, with a delicious McRib that's probably going to sit in my stomach for the next 40 years. Um, it will probably still, long after my corpse has uh, decomposed, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the McRib that I ate last night will uh, will still be there, I'm sure. Um, yeah, it was a good good time. Beetlejuice, you know, and all the movies are on when you come home. You know, the Simpsons Halloween Marathon is on and the Bob's Burgers Halloween Marathon. You don't know what to choose because then the World Series is on. The the Sports Equinox, there's NBA, there's NHL, there's the World Series, and there's football. Uh, the football games are on. And, uh, and so is Beetlejuice and so is Hocus Pocus and so is Halloween. Michael Myers, Sleepy Hollow is on. And those are... I. You know, I never really think I've done an episode where I did my favorite Christmas movies because there's really there's not a huge selection when you really think about it. There's tons of Christmas specials, there's tons of Christmas episodes, there's tons of Christmas movies, but there's really when you get right down to it, there's really a handful of classics, of really classics. And the other thing is like Halloween, yeah, there are Halloween specific movies. Hocus Pocus, great example. That's a Nightmare Before Christmas. Those are Halloween movies, but then you can just you can take any horror, terror, uh, suspense, thriller, and and that could be your favorite Halloween movie. You know, some somebody's favorite Halloween movie could be Alien. It's not a Halloween movie at all. It's just a it's a movie that takes place in space and it's scary. Jaws could be somebody's favorite Halloween movie. Again, not remotely a Halloween movie, but somebody out there. 
considers Jaws to be their favorite scary movie, the, the movie that scares the shit out of them. And so that, so it's like it's a much bigger range. You're really opening up the, uh, the the parameters a lot more than you would for a Christmas movie. You know, Christmas has like a couple of things where you argue like, oh, is Nightmare Before Christmas? Is that a Halloween movie or a Christmas? It's whatever you want it to be. I consider it a Halloween movie because I don't really watch it that much at Christmas time. Other people say it's a Christmas movie. Whatever. Some people say Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Some people don't. There's a couple of those, though. There's a few that are just like, it's a different kind of movie that happens to take place at the holidays. Doesn't matter. Home Alone is a Christmas movie. It takes place. Christmas Vacation is a Christmas movie. Anything that has Christmas in the title is a Christmas movie. Christmas Story. Christmas Vacation. Those are Christmas movies. Uh, movies that have Santa, you know, the Santa Claus. That is a Christmas movie. Christmas Chronicles. Those kind of things. Halloween, it's like, yeah, you've got a movie, a whole bunch of movies called Halloween, and it's scary, and it takes place on Halloween. It's definitely, it's, it's a Halloween movie. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, Hocus Pocus. It's a, it's a kid's movie that takes place on Halloween. It's a Halloween movie. But you've got so many of these other things. You know, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of titles that could be considered Halloween movies because they're just scary movies. Um, so I don't, yeah, I always think about, like, what's my favorite? Do I have a favorite Halloween movie? It's like, well, do you say I have a favorite Halloween movie and then say I have a favorite scary movie? Because my favorite Halloween movie is Beetlejuice. As we're sitting there watching it, I, I, that's, one of, that's just one of my favorite movies, period. I, I obsessively watched that when I was a kid. It was just the greatest thing. There's There had been nothing like that before. You know, between... Uh, imagine what the world would be like without Tim Burton and John Hughes. Imagine what... Ho- just imagine what Halloween and Christmas would be like without Tim Burton and John Hughes. It's like, seriously. It's crazy. It's crazy. Edward Scissorhands. Is that a Christmas movie? It takes... You know, maybe. Some people, maybe that's their favorite Christmas movie. Other people, maybe it's their favorite Halloween movie. I don't know. Or maybe it's neither for some. Anyways, uh... Beetlejuice, I would say, is my favorite Halloween movie. But again, that's not that's not a Halloween movie per se. It's got you know all the kind of creepy, fun elements of Halloween. Every you know, cost you could make great costumes out of it. It's ghosts and the afterlife and these crazy characters and stuff and you know spooky little claymation things. And to me, it's a Halloween movie. To me, that's that's like the ultimate. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula with Gary Oldman is one of my another one of my favorite movies of all time. That's at the top of the list. Watched that yesterday. That's a. I was talking to Shimo recently, and he was giving me his list of his like must do sort of OCD. I have to watch this before Halloween is over. I have those too. I have it for Halloween. I have it for Christmas. A lot of people do, <laughs> um, especially of a certain age where you gotta you gotta squeeze in all the all your faves before Halloween is over. And, uh, yeah, Sleepy Hollow is one of those. Bram Stoker's Dracula, Beetlejuice, multiple viewings of Beetlejuice. Hocus Pocus, which I actually, I always thought that movie was a piece of shit, and I never had any interest ever in watching it. It, I just couldn't stand it. I guess as I've gotten older, I just sort of appreciate, it's just a, you know, it's a goofy little Halloween movie that's just, it looks and feels like Halloween. It takes place in Salem. It's, you know, it's good. It's got some funny, you know, Kathy and Jimmy's very funny in it. Uh, 
<laughs> it's 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 a fun Halloween movie. And seeing it at the drive-ins last year, I think, gave me an appreciation for it because I had never really sat down and watched the whole thing. I think one time before that, I sat and watched the whole thing start to finish. And I was actually kind of disturbed because in the opening scene, the Sanderson, the goofy Sanderson witches, the Sanderson sisters, uh, they murder a child in the opening scene. So I'm watching, I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, <laughs> they murdered a kid. And then I thought, well, maybe they didn't because you can see the kid moving. That's just the actor playing the child uh, just kind of fucking up because you can see their their hand uh, moving in the background. But she's supposed to be dead. They sucked her soul. So it's a little like, okay, well, this is a family kids movie. And the first uh, the first few minutes, these three old hags, they murder a child. <laughs> but it's a timeless Disney favorite. Good old-fashioned fun. <laughs> um. It's it's a yeah it's a movie that I don't have to watch the thing from start to finish I'll just I'll put it on I'll put it on and it's like a good movie to have in the background in October uh, but not one that I need to watch all the way through every year Beetlejuice definitely love it Sleepy Hollow I don't watch that every year I used to watch it every year that used to be a must watch thing I've gotten a little bored with it as the years have gone on I just I don't know. It's hard to describe, um, but I love the atmosphere. The thing I love about Sleepy Hollow is the woods, uh, and they filmed it. They didn't film it in the United States. You know, it's supposed to take place in Sleepy Hollow, uh, you know, Terrytown, that area. Uh, but they filmed it, I can't remember where. I almost want to say, like, Romania or some some crazy, I don't know, some somewhere, somewhere else. Um but the woods in Sleepy Hollow remind me of the woods behind the house that I grew up in. My my house where you know I grew up and lived for a very long time had a great great wooded area with trail. We'd go skiing back there, cross country skiing in the winter. In the fall, it was just go on hikes, and I would make little movies back there. Lots of and it was just gorgeous. They had these rows. These rows of trees, like, I don't know, five or six rows of perfectly aligned pine trees. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Somebody planted these trees like that. You know where those trees are now? Long gone. They plowed that shit down and put a house. So that's fun. That's the way That's the way we do it. Oh, this is really gorgeous. I can't wait to knock all these trees down and put a fucking house. One, Just one house. Not a bunch. Just one. Just one little not well, not very little, very big. One house. Yay. That's fun. Um, so that's that was gone. And kind of our path, our main path went with it. So that was a fun thing. But anyway, Sleepy Hollow, I love just, I mean, the atmosphere is just so great. Um, Sweeney Todd is one. Again, same thing. Just, you know, more Tim Burton. Great atmosphere. That's one I love to watch around Halloween. The Harry Potter movies. That's good to watch around Halloween. Um, and then Halloween itself, you know, the, the original, the first two Halloween movies, which are great. And, you know, it's funny. I was talking with a friend, uh, uh, my, my good old pal, Rebecca, and that's her favorite movie or, or top two anyways. Um, I think she was saying between Halloween and trick or treat those, she goes wavers back and forth on which one is the favorite, which one is second. Uh, Halloween is a great just a great movie it's just great i love it and i was saying i wish 
I, it must have been great, you know, when I talk about like my kids not being scared of things because they there's just so much. And so when you see these things that people consider to be scary and you don't find them scary, it's because there's other stuff that's scary and this isn't really scary. It's all kind of generational and, you know, contextual and that kind of thing. So I would love, because I've never, you know, I find the Halloween movies to be scary to an extent, not like I'm hiding under the blanket with the vapors kind of scary, like Hell House, but it's it's just a great movie. It's just great. And it's still scary. And I wonder, what would it have been like in 1978? You think about the universe of scary movies that existed before 1978, and not much of it is all that scary. I'm sure some people considered, you know, at one time, those old universal, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, that kind of thing. Uh, to that generation was probably really scary. I'm sure when my dad saw those movies in the theater, it was probably very scary to him. Um, but there was nothing when Halloween came out, there was just nothing, nothing like that at all. I mean, yeah, a, a few years earlier, I guess you had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and that had to have been, oh, I, I can't imagine seeing that for the first time with nothing, nothing like that at all before that. Uh, same with Night of the Living Dead. Some, I would love to have been there for these movies that have never been done before coming out for the first time. I mean, even you know, seeing the Dracula movies, the old black and white Dracula movies for the first time, had to be very scary. Um, and there's something there is something especially scary about black and white. You there's something that you that you lose uh, with with color. That's just there's you know shadows. There's so much contrast and shadow with black and white. Um. But <laughs> I would think watching a movie like Texas Chainsaw, Night of the Living Dead type of movies had to have been just terrifying because there's nothing like that before. And going into the movie theater in 1978 to see Halloween about this seemingly indestructible psychopath who murdered his sister when he was a six-year-old and was institutionalized for the next, whatever, 15 years, 16 years. And and now he's out. He breaks out, steals a car, finds the mask, kills an auto mechanic, takes his uh, auto mechanic stuff. And then, and then, of course, spends the next, uh, the next 40 plus years killing, killing people. Um, but seeing that for the first time, and I, I asked, I said, Rebecca had posted something on Instagram. I said, can you imagine being there in 1978 and you've never done nothing like that? Like by the time I saw Halloween, you know, Freddie and Jason and just all this bullshit existed. And, and everybody kind of just, you know, kids today all know who Freddie and my kids knew Freddie and Jason and Michael Myers, uh, before, you know, when they were like three, not because I was sitting there showing them those movies, but like, you know, people put up decorations. You just see reference, you know, commercials on TV. Everybody knows. And so I imagine in 1978 going into the movie theater with no real background of this and it's never existed before and seeing Halloween for the first time, I can't, that had to be such a great experience. And I commented on her post and somebody responded to me and said uh, that their grandmother would tell stories that people in the, you know, there were, there were all these tales of people passing out just being so terrified watching that movie that they just passed out 
like, ah, oh, that's what I want. I want to have, I want to be so scared that I faint. <laughs> I want to be so fucking, t- and yeah, I don't know. I, and I wonder too, I was talking to the kids, like, I wonder what's going to come, you know, there's, they're, you know, horrors always changing because the stuff that scares your grandparents isn't scary to your parents. And the stuff that scared your parents isn't scary to you. And the stuff that scares you isn't scary to your kids. And the stuff that scared your grandparents, parents, and you, none of it is scary to your children because I've tried to show my children all this stuff. But nobody's made a horror movie yet for my kids because the people who are going to make horror movies for my kids are probably going to be, you know, they're, they're, they're teenagers. They're early 20s right now. They're in high school, college. They haven't made movies yet, uh, at least big uh, commercial movies. So in the next 10 years... I'm just I'm so excited to see what comes along, the shit that's that comes along that's going to be scary to my children, and what I will think. Will I be terrified or will I just be repulsed and say eh, that's not very good? Uh, but anyway, it would have been cool to be there in 1978, seeing Halloween for the first time, long before there was Jason, long before there was Freddy, going and sitting in a theater and seeing this fucking six foot something psychopath with a knife and a and a creepy ass William Shatner face on uh that's uh just seeing that for the first I mean that's still that's still a scary costume it's still a scary mess so in 1978 I would have loved to have been there um yeah I love yeah my my must watch yeah I mean Beetlejuice yeah Dracula some of the Harry Potter is nice particularly the third one that really makes me feel in the Halloween spirit. And every time I see that fourth Harry Potter, I hate it more and more. In the last 15 years, it wasn't good when it came out. It's not good now. It's never been good. It's one of the better books, and I just think the movie sucks. I think the score is the worst that anybody's ever done. For It's just a horrible, <clears throat> a horrible score. They gave Harry and Ron these big, giant hair, helmet head haircuts, uh, they look completely ridiculous. Um, it just, yeah, it just it misses on on all levels. There's there's very little about that fourth Harry Potter movie that I enjoy. Um, but boy, I, and, uh, conversely, I love the Prisoner of Azkaban more and more every time I see it. It never gets old as just its own movie. You could no, have no knowledge of Harry Potter and just watch Prisoner of Azkaban and be like, wow, that's a that was a great movie. That was good. I love the first two Harry Potters because they're just, it's more of the nostalgia. It's that whimsy. It's that Chris Columbus, you know, brilliant. Everything's just so colorful and so detailed. Every detail. He's just a detail fiend. And he's got all the kids wearing a cute little Kevin McAllister sweater kind of. Everybody's just walking around in sweaters. It's cute kids. And, you know, it's, it's you know, seeing it through a, through a kid's eyes. And that's how, you know, and the books, the books get darker and so do the movies. Figuratively, literally, you know, every, in every way they get darker. But those first two movies are just so bright and colorful and you're meeting all these characters for the first time and it's, it's all just kind of good fun. But as movies, they're, they're kind of long. <laughs> it's, uh, again, I don't, I don't often sit and just watch the first two Harry Potter movies um, so much as I have them on in the background because I, I love them. But sitting through them, I don't. I don't have time to do that. But Prisoner of Azkaban, I can just sit there and watch it. Uh, that's uh, same. Same in uh, the, the sixth uh, 
the Half Blood Prince is is also that's not most people say that's their least favorite of the movies. I love the Half Blood Prince. I thought that was just great. Anyway, enough about Harry Potter. Those are good Halloween movies I like to watch, along with Nightmare Before. You know, so much of Tim Burton's work, and then and then the scary stuff, uh, Halloween and. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of scary movies that I used to love that I can't, you know, I tried watching The Ring yesterday and I'm like, yeah, this movie's really boring. It used to really scare the shit out of me, but now I'm just kind of like, eh, it's just kind of sad. It's dark. It's boring. Uh, we showed the kids The Conjuring on Saturday, and that was the first of any horror movie that we've shown these kids. My oldest wasn't scared about anything, but the youngest, again, I say to you, the way that you know that the kids are legitimately scared is if they get up in the night and they come into the bedroom. Unfortunately for my wife, I was sleeping, but my youngest came in uh, around 4.30 in the morning yesterday, early on Sunday morning, and scared the shit out of my wife and woke her up and then had to, I I don't know exactly what, I, I still haven't talked to Kim to see what happened, but I think probably had to be sort of, uh, calmed. Coddled back to bed, um, but yeah, The Conjuring. Uh, there were a few times where the youngest would uh, would hide under the blanket or turn and not look because there was a creepy ghoul and that Annabelle doll. Uh, that's a that's a creepy thing. So we finally found one that at least it scared fifty percent of the kids, which is more than anything we've you know Hereditary and Us and all these other things. Nothing, The Ring, The Shining, nothing scares the kids. Uh, oh, The Shining, that's another one I like to put on around Halloween, as well as any of the 90s Simpsons Halloween episodes, Bob's Burgers Halloween episodes, classics, uh, particularly The Hauntening from 2015. That's a great episode where Louise can't be scared by anything, and they they figure out a way to scare the shit out of her, and I just I love that episode. Um, but yeah, The Conjuring, that was the one. After all the movies that we've tried, the Hell Houses and everything else, and we put on The Conjuring, and uh, yeah, the youngest was was quite scared. We watched uh, Paranormal Activity, the newest one, uh, Next of Kin, uh, and it's pretty sucky. Uh, it has nothing to do. It's Paranormal Activity in name only. I like those earlier ones where it's just. You know, the the thing about paranormal activity, it takes place in just some regular person's house. And it looks like anybody else's house. It looks like your house, my house, anybody's house. And uh and that's what's scary. It's just, you know, plain kind of looking stuff. Uh, any town USA and the and the ghoulish things that happen. And it's usually just creepy stuff like somebody standing over a bed all night long or, you know, whatever. Um and this one, they go out to Amish country, and they're equipped with like they're equipped with drones and really nice cameras, and it just it doesn't have that that home movie kind of feel to it. And it's they really have to stretch, you know. It gets it gets pretty contrived the way that they have to get these cameras. You know, in the in the first movies, it's like yeah, I'm just gonna leave the camera. <coughs> I'm gonna leave the camera at the foot of the bed. And we'll fast forward and st- oh wait stop stop what was that what was that you know it's cre- and you're you're looking at the screen like what am I what's happening what am I looking for oh it's an it's an orb it's creepy uh, <laughs> and and this one is like it's really just too too big budget um, the characters are likable that's the one thing is you you know 
a lot of these par- the first paranormal activity had two complete douchebags. That's the thing. You just want like Mika, is that his name? You you want him to fall down the stairs. You want a ghost to just come and just <laughs> drown him in the toilet. Uh and and they're usually, you know, pretty pretty kind of douchey characters. These are very likable characters. Um and then you've got like yeah, then you then you're really you're seeing more uh, the other thing is the paranormal activity. It's like there's so much left to the imagination. That's what's scary to me. The movies that are scary are the ones that and they're probably only scary once because your imagination is running wild. What's going to happen? What's around this dark corner? What's going to happen here? What's going to happen there? And it's usually like maybe not much of anything. And you watch it a second time and you know all the stuff that's coming and it's like, "Wow, I this was a lot scarier the first time I saw it." And and that's what's fun about it. This paranormal activity next of kin has, uh, you know, you're, you, you see the, whatever you want to call it, the monster, the thing that everybody's, you know, waiting to find out. You see it, and it's creepy. It's scary to some degree, but, eh, we also watched it in the middle of the afternoon. That's that's never going to, nothing's nothing's particularly scary <laughs> in broad daylight. Um, but we didn't have to, I mean, it was like, well, we either watch it now or we watch it after Halloween. So, that's... That's the way it went, and it was. It's okay. It's just okay. It's just okay, and uh, yeah. But I enjoy those those paranormal act- uh, found footage. Like I said, I'm a sucker for found footage. I can just watch. We watched. We watched one. Oh my god, we watched one on Saturday, and I don't remember. It's the the fuck is the name of it? There's like five of them. The movie was like 49 minutes long. I can't even remember the name of it. And I don't know if I could even find it because I, it's there's nobody in it that anyone would know. Uh, well, anyway, let me see. Something the be- bell. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Okay, my search history doesn't go back far enough to see what the hell it was. I've already forgotten it. I've completely forgotten the name of it. It's on Amazon. Can I search? Can I search Amazon and find it easily? I'm not sure. My recording might stop though. Uh, I can't horror movies. Uh, I don't know. It's got some creepy, ghoulish uh, sort of face. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't find it. Well, that's helpful. It was all over my screen when I was trying to watch it the other day. Oh, we watched Don't Breathe. I think on Friday or Saturday night. That was pretty good. The first Don't Breathe, these three uh, robbers try to rob this guy. They, rob the, they pick the wrong house because uh, the old guy is blind, but he can hear, which is why you don't breathe because he, he is a trained assassin, a killer. Even though he's blind, once he knows where you are, he's coming for you, and you're going to be in a lot of trouble, mister. Um, and that was good. I enjoyed that. Uh, and don't don't breathe too is out, which looks pretty good as well. But we haven't seen that. I can't find the goddamn thing. Why? I can't even find. I can't even find. Uh, there's five of these movies. They popped up all over my screen all weekend long, and now I can't even. Now I actually want to see the stupid thing, and I can't find it. Oh well. Oh well. It was terrible. 
I mean, I guess why am I why am I trying to find this thing to recommend that you avoid it? Yeah, I can't even. It's not even showing up. It's like the the something. I don't even know. Anyway, the guy he's uh, he's a filmmaker who moves back to Kentucky from he was back he was in Los Angeles he was in the big time Hollywood movie scene. They moved back to his old home in Kentucky with his wife, and he's doing ghost stuff. And then, uh, and then he uh, finds a house in Pennsylvania. Somebody reaches out to him about how haunted it is. He goes up and visits it. The guy, a very nice old man, and says, yeah, the house is haunted. Blah blah blah. And then a few weeks later, he says, "Hey, I'm going out of town on business for a couple months. Do you want to come and stay at my house?" And the guy and his wife go and they stay at the house. And the house was built. Uh, they find out, you know. There's a there's a well in the basement, and and children's bodies were chopped up by this old woman, this witch, who lived there, and uh, <laughs> and then you know spooky stuff happens during the movie is like forty five minutes long, it's 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 an it's a television episode, but it's it's an it's in a movie and uh, and very little happens, very little actually happens in this movie. There's not a whole heck of a lot. Um, and there's five of them. You look at it, and there's 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 five of these movies. Anyway, uh, but it's not that good. But now it's November first, and I always wonder what do I what do I want to watch November first? It's too early for Christmas. I I wouldn't say that I'm done watching scary movies. There's never really a bad time. I mean, scary movies. That's the other thing. You watch most scary movies are good to watch all year long. They don't just put out scary movies at Halloween. They put out Christmas movies at Christmas, and then that's it. Scary movies, they release all year long. Any any month of the year, there's going to be a horror movie. You know, just like a com- there's going to be a comedy, there's going to be a drama, there's going to be a horror, there's, you know, there's going to be a cartoon for the kids. Anytime you go to the movies, at any point during the year, you're going to have at least one of those things. The action movie, the comedy movie, the horror movie, the kids movie... You're probably going to have all of those things at any point. So I'm never, it's not like, okay, it's November 1st. I'm done watching horror movies until October 1st next year. Um, but I think I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's take a little break and get back to some of the other stuff. What We Do in the Shadows had its finale last week, which was very sad because I, I want more. I just want more. Um, I, I liked the season a lot. I didn't love it as much as the first two seasons, but it was still great. Uh, I th- I feel like in watching it, you could tell you you could kind of see the impacts of COVID, as there were some characters who were rarely in the same scenes together. Um, and then towards the final episodes, they seemed to be in more scenes together. I think as as stuff opened up. Um. But it's still, I mean, geez, even even the worst episode of What We Do in the Shadows is still hilarious. It's still great fun. It's still very funny. Uh, it's still awesome, and uh, I I loved. I did love this season. I should I shouldn't say I didn't love it. I did love the season. I just love you know the uh, the first two are just so good. It's hard to top. Um, and so yeah, I, I it was it. I love that the characters are you know. They're becoming more uh, complex. They're they're evolving to to certain degrees, um, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's got me really more than the previous two seasons. It's got me really wondering 
you know, really excited to see where it goes in season four, see where these characters go. And then there's a, it's a cliffhanger to some degree too. So I'm excited about that. Excited about we didn't, we had, you know, we're doing the trick or treat stuff. We got home late and got the kids to bed. And and then it was like, eh, we don't have time to watch Succession and Curb Your Enthusiasm. We did last week because we've been making sure to get the kids to bed by nine o'clock on Sunday. So we can sit right down right when succession starts. And then when succession's over, we've got a half hour. We can get ready, brush, wash up, get ready for bed, do everything we need to do. By the time we're in bed, it's about 1030 and we can lie in bed and watch Kirby Enthusiasm and then fall asleep like we did last week. But last night we had to we had to skip both of them. But the good news is that the kids, although they don't have school, although they have school today, they don't have school tomorrow. November 2nd, because there's local elections. It's election day, which means no school. My wife works for the school, which means they will all be home, which is good because that means I can sleep in by almost two hours. That's great, A. And B, since I can sleep in a little bit, I can stay up a little later, and that means the wife and I can sit on the couch and we can watch Succession and Curb Your Enthusiasm tonight, and we can watch them in our own time and not have to wait till 1030 for curb to come on. So all good things. Uh, so far on the NFL, we'll talk about it tomorrow, but I'm, uh, I think I'm like 10 and three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, one, two, three. I'm 10 and four. Uh, so we'll either be, we'll either be 11 and four or 10 and five. Either way, it's, it's pretty good, pretty good week. For old Johnny Boy's football picks for the NFL, uh, even some of the regrettable ones. I, I picked Denver, and Denver won. I picked Tampa Bay, and they lost. I did not see that coming. As you know, I wavered back and forth on the Carolina and Atlanta game. And, uh, yeah, Carolina won. I picked Atlanta. I just, uh, that was a, that was the toughest one to pick. I knew I was going to be wrong no matter who I picked. I'm sure if I picked Carolina, Atlanta would have won. Uh I don't think a lot of people would have picked New England over the Chargers, but New England went to L.A. and they they did the thing, brother. So that was cool. Uh, yeah. So yeah, good fun little weekend. The kids and I. One last thing, and then I gotta go. The kids and I on Saturday night. Halloween's great. Trick or treating is great. There's only so many of these things. You you have a certain amount of trick or treating nights with your kids in your lifetime. They come and then they go. And I know when I look back and I say, wow, we've gone trick-or-treating like whatever, 12 times. It seems like three times. They're just, it's a blur. It's just so, you know, it's two hours. And usually not even that much. It's usually closer to an hour, an hour a year where you get to do this activity that doesn't happen any other time of the year. There's no other time to take your kids out, get them dressed in fun costumes and go to everybody's house and, you know, your social – and now it's such a social event. That's the other cool thing is the neighborhood they have – most people are sitting out in their garage or their front porch or their driveway and or sitting at the end of the driveway and they have bonfires and they have TVs or they have a projector and they're either playing scary movies on it or not scary, but, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, good, you know, Halloween stuff for the kids. They're playing something fun, Adam's Family, Beetlejuice, something like that. 
Uh, and, and they really, you know, it's a fun, they, they have friends and they, you know, people nowadays, this was not the case at any place that I ever went trick or treating when I was a kid. Trick or treating when I was a kid was you walk up, you ring the doorbell, somebody opens, they give you a piece of candy or a fucking dental floss and that's it. And the decorations were maybe like a a skeleton, maybe a pumpkin, some jack-o'-lanterns in the window. We had like a ceramic jack-o'-lantern and maybe we'd carve some pumpkins once in a while. And that was about it. You know, maybe a little skeleton. You'd hang a skeleton. People would play a cassette tape of like scary sounds, that kind of thing. Otherwise, you'd have to watch uh, like a sitcom. You'd have to watch like Roseanne or Home Improvement to see uh, to see a fun house, you know, like a Hollywood level fun house because no, no actual family was doing that back then. Nowadays, tons of families do that kind of shit. Fog machines and lights and animatronics and inflatable things and projectors in the window and just really going all out in the way that sitcoms from the 90s used to do. And they were the only ones who did it, um, at, least, at least where I grew up. But now it's like, yeah, people go all out with uh, giant inflatable things and giant monsters and animatronic robots and devils and ghosts and grim reapers and uh you know Michael Myers and things like that and uh TVs and projector and, and they sit out and you know everybody just kind of they sit out and they have a bonfire and they're drinking and they're watching the football game and all this stuff and it's really really a fun social event uh, more so than it was when I was a kid it was really truly just just the kids to enjoy the parents come home from work and stand at the end of the driveway the kids run up with their little plastic smocks and the disgusting plastic mask that was probably just catching all of their snot because it was so cold out. Um, but now we live in the global warming age where it's uh, it's 60 or 70 degrees <laughs> in New England on Halloween night sometimes, or it's a blizzard. Um, and weather permitting, yeah, everybody in North Carolina, that was the way it was too. In Florida, people sitting out with the garage with the TV on. and Yeah, just uh, just a big social fun event. Um, which is cool. And, and I, and I love it. It's so much fun. The real treat for me was Saturday night. The kids and I got in the car right around sunset, right around five, five thirty. So it was still, and it was cloudy. It had been raining all day. It was it rained on the whole, the whole car ride. We got in the car, just went out to, out to Hollis, out to Brookline, New Hampshire, out in the country, uh, the old New England countryside, and listen to uh, 13 Days of Halloween podcast. And it was just wonderful. It was great. The stories were great. Listening to all those different, you know, they're like 10, 20-minute episodes. We listened to an hour's worth. We were on an hour-long drive out in the country, in the dark, in the rain, very spooky, but very relaxing. Just the three of us. No trick-or-treating, no nothing, just just out for a nice long drive. And then we came home. We went to Spirit Halloween, which was, you talk about a ghost, there was nothing. <laughs> there must have been ghosts on the, <laughs> all the costumes must have been invisible, uh, invisible cloaks or something because there was nothing on the shelves, nothing anywhere. Uh, my youngest wanted fake blood, so I got like a, it's like a, it's like a quart of motor oil. It's, it looks like a motor oil container but it's filled with fake blood 
And uh, we got her a tail for her, her Dalmatian costume and uh, two pens that look like bloody syringes for the kids. That was fun. Uh, and, and that was it. But we had just the greatest time just driving, listening to these great, scary stories. It was so fun. It was such a blast. It was really, really a great memory. Uh, anyway, so that's Halloween weekend. It was a good, good weekend. Friday night, we, uh, I actually went to the office on Friday, which was very bizarre, but good to see a lot of faces that I hadn't seen in almost two years in person. Uh, good to, good to get to the office, you know, for a little bit, uh, and then get the hell out of there. Um, and I went out to the, to, out to the country, out to one of the farms, Brookdale Fruit Farm, got my oldest. It was, uh, Friday was their 12th birthday. So we got a cherry pie is what they requested instead of a birthday cake. So we got pie. We got Hayward's ice cream, which is the best ice cream on the planet. Uh, we got, um, and we got sushi and Chinese food from Crane Restaurant which we all love. It's our favorite sushi. It's our favorite Chinese food. Uh, we, we had a nice time. We got some, uh, went to Best Buy and, and Walgreens and got some things because the, my oldest kid, their birthday presents were pretty significant this year. They got a, a, an iPhone, but we got that like back in September because I said, well, you're in middle school. You need a phone now because I, I need to, you know, if we have to coordinate pickups and stuff, it's such a huge school. You need, you just need to have a phone. Um, but that's your birthday present. And then we got, uh, which are arriving today, a nice pair of Jordan sneakers. Nice pair of Jordans. Uh, so we said, oh my gosh, you got, uh, you got an early, a really nice early birthday present, really nice late birthday present that's not going to get her on your birthday. Uh, but we need to have something for, you need to open presents on your birthday. So we got some just some fun little things, a little pair of you know a pair of ten dollars Sony headphones, because uh, believe it or not those POZARs, oddly enough, uh, the the non name brand things like POZARs, uh, they don't last very long. They don't they don't last. They don't withstand the tests of time. Oddly enough, so I just keep buying POZARs. I went to Best Buy and they've got ten dollars Sony's. I looked them up. They have great reviews. I said okay, get some ten dollars Sony's. Because Christmas, uh, you know, Santa might be bringing some nicer headphones. We'll see. But uh, so they had that. I got a, a, an office Dunder Mifflin, uh, you know, trivia game at Walgreens for like five bucks. Some fruit snacks, a little, you know, little sweet treat. A Starbucks, one of those cold Frappuccino things that you can get at the at the drugstore at the gas station. Wrapped a nice bow around it. Um, yeah, so just a couple couple things to open, and they had nice cards and some nice gift certificates and some cash waiting from their grandparents. We did the FaceTime with the grandparents. That was good fun. Uh, so everybody got to say happy birthday and sing and all that good stuff. And uh, so, yeah, it was a good weekend. Friday was, was birthday celebrations and Chinese food and sushi and delicious cherry pie a la mode. And Saturday was uh, hanging out on a rainy day watching – watching movies watching scary movies and then going for a nice long drive listening to scary podcasts and then going to the halloween store one last time and uh and then sunday of course was the big day and a nice fun evening of tricks and treats and uh and an incredible amount of candy maybe the most that these kids have ever gotten which is saying something 
because uh, there's been years where they've had two trick-or-treating nights, and I don't think they got as much in those two nights as they got <laughs> all together in one night last night. Yeah, so it was good. Good fun. Uh, yeah, it was a great time. Anyway, that's the that's the Halloween weekend. And wow, I've been talking for way too long. Okay, gang, have a great week. Have a great day. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon because we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about the NFL. We'll talk about our football picks and how did we do this weekend? As I told you, I've already told you we've done quite well. We're we're what what did I say? We're ten and three right now. Ten and four. So uh, worst case scenario will be ten and five. Best case will be eleven and four. So that's a that's a good that's a successful weekend of picking football. We'll see how the Monday night game goes. I think we'll be eleven and four. Uh, but you know what? The Giants are full of surprises. So maybe, just maybe, <laughs> they'll they'll come out victorious against the not so great Chiefs as of late. That's the other thing. The Giants are full of surprises sometimes, even though they stink, and the Chiefs are just not that good right now. So I could be very wrong. Either way, we had a pretty good week. So, all right, gang, that's all. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the week. Happy November. Yay, November. That's the other thing. You can't get – they've got – the kids have tomorrow off from school. They've got Veterans Day is next week. You get like three days for Thanksgiving. Can't – isn't it weird that November is like – November has – aside from December, you know, for kids in school, I mean summer, I'm not counting July and August where every day is a day off. But as far as single – uh, as far as any one given month that doesn't have a, a week's vacation in it, De- December, February, and April, you get a week off. So you have five days. But actually, in November, you also get five days off. You have They have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for Thanksgiving. That's three. They've got Veterans Day. That's four. And an election year, last year. And then this year is an election, too. So they have tomorrow off. And it's like, man, you just... You just can't figure one of those days to be November 1st. We just can't do something where we just like, hey, kids, go out and trick or treat. And whatever day Halloween falls on, don't worry about it because the next day is going to be a day off. And then and then the kids are like, yeah, my kids were bummed. It's kind of a bummer. You can finish Sunday. You know, you talk about spooky. They They both, well, the oldest one. Had the old Sunday scaries, and uh, and was in no no fit mood to go to school this morning. They still did, but it was very difficult. And like, yeah, Halloween's so fun, trick or treating so fun. You can't like one of those days when you were picking out holidays, you couldn't just say, "Hey, hey, you know what? Let's let's uh, maybe we'll make Veterans Day be November first. Maybe we can, uh, you know, maybe Election Day can just be the day after Halloween every time." So at least at least every few years, at least every other year, you get something. Yeah. I'm not in charge, though, so what do I know? God forbid November 1st is just a day off for everybody because the kids are going to be crazy. It's a Monday. I feel really bad for teachers <laughs> who have to go in and teach these fuckers the day after Halloween when Halloween falls on a Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, hope you had a great Halloween, gang. I hope you uh, enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you next time. The Birthday Boy Podcast. Go to birthdayboyshop.com because it's November, which means the next month after this is December, Christmas, supply chain. Birthdayboyshop.com. Get your merch. Later, Gators.